everybody. Welcome to Going for Two with Jack Taylor. If this is your first time listening, my name is Jack Taylor. My name is Hunter Two. And if this is not your first time listening, my name is still Jack Taylor. My name is still Hunter Two. All right. And, and well, I'm the tall one. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's as as we you. learned last time. That's what they call you. Mm-hmm. So uh, we are here to, um, we don't actually have a game review because we this didn't. It feels so good. It's a bye week class. I'm so glad we didn't play last week. I'm so glad we didn't lose I just last got week. to enjoy with no stress. The best week of college football ever. And it didn't include us. It did not. And, but we are going to preview our game against Alabama as well as talk about what we just called was the best week of college football. Um, and I'm just really looking forward to yeah. it. Yeah. And then we're going to get, then we're going to do our picks for this week. Mm-hmm. Kind of had to find some fun ones there. Yeah. And then we're going to close it out with the best, best part of this podcast. Yeah. Instagram questions. Yeah. But before we do that, uh, it's not a Friday, so I can't do Friday morning motivation. It's not a Wednesday, so we can't do wacky joke Wednesday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't really have a name for this, but I just kind of want to start this off by a quote from Mike Leach himself. Um, and I don't know when he said this. I'm, I'm assuming it was sometime when he was at Texas Tech, right when he had kind of come up with the whole pirate persona. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he just said, you know what? Sometimes a pirate beats a soldier. And I just think... We don't have to know who the who the soldier is necessarily, but I just think it's it's. I think we know who the pirate is. I think yeah, except we're playing at home, so and except we're the bulldogs. Yeah. So um, you know what? L- little known fact: Mike Leach is the first pirate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's probably the worst pirate I've ever heard of. But you know that, what? You know I've heard. I still heard of him. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> let's get into the games from last week and let's start off. Um, since we're gonna touch on this one a little bit later, uh. Number one Alabama goes into Texas A&M and loses. Um, apparently, it is hard to go in the Kyle Field and beat Texas A&M. Yeah, I was told that it wasn't hard, and they were bad. Yeah, Will Rogers made it look pretty easy. Yeah, yeah, relatively easy. Yeah, not really going to touch on that one too big. Uh, Texas A&M forty-one, Alabama thirty-eight. Think we'll get into that one a little bit later mm-hmm. with our game preview. Uh, but second game in here, uh, number two Georgia, number eighteen Auburn. Yeah. Um, Georgia's Georgia's far and away the best team in the country, and I think that they have distanced themselves. Yeah, I mean, especially after last week, Alabama and them were kind of in a tier of their own, and then Georgia just kind of solidified that they, and now officially they are the number one team. Okay, so let's just let's just say that Georgia's in a tier of their own, and then and then they'll lose. Yeah. Okay. Got got game day again this weekend with Kentucky. So yeah. Okay, and then the third game, number four Penn State, number three Iowa. This. It was an unbelievable game. Yeah, that, quietly. I mean, not even quietly. It was a really good game, but it kind of got overshadowed by a bunch of shootouts that we saw all over, all over yeah. the country. So, um, um, but Iowa yeah. wins that game. Yeah. And, uh, so. Yeah, they're new number two. Yeah. And I don't know if you can find ten people that aren't Iowa fans that will tell you Iowa's the second best team in the country. Nope. It's a weird one. Uh, <laughs> Penn State's quarterback went out in that game. feel like they kind of had a chance. Uh, yeah. The transfer portal taking away Penn State's quarterback. Yeah, kind of, kind of hurts that one. Um, then the fourth game is number six Oklahoma versus number twenty one Texas at the Cotton Bowl. And, and this game, it, I mean, uh, Texas is up. I think eighteen at half. Um, I think we're up twenty one points at one point, like mm-hmm. twenty eight to seven. Um, but um, what's his name? Spencer Rattler came out for Oklahoma, and new quarterback came in, and he was the answer. Yeah, so. uh, on his first play, uh, it was fourth and one. They were just kind of in there situationally. He comes in there and breaks off. It was like a sixty-yard run or something. Like seventy something, I think. I mean, like, like absolutely electric. Just, just that play, and I, I know Big Twelve defenses and all, but uh, also Spencer Rattler lost his job in that game. Yeah. Uh, I think we both saw the video of him after the game. 
uh, everyone, everybody was celebrating. He was just walking out uh, by himself. Yeah, I mean, and just... and there's been some weird stuff coming out of Oklahoma, like like a student newspaper person like got binoculars and looked on the f- uh, practice field and saw that I forgot the other dude's name. I think Caleb Williams. That's it. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, yeah. Um, early in the game, I was like, heck yeah, Texas is doing good. It's gonna be so fun to see them in the SEC, and then. Texas a and going to be on a down year. But it's funny how life turns around. Yeah, in, in a very short amount of time. Very short. So Oklahoma, I mean, we've been saying all year that they're they're going to get picked off by somebody. They're going to mm-hmm. they're gonna, they're gonna lose. But now that they've got this quarterback situation figured out, they could be Hopefully. a very scary team. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah, I didn't expect that. Uh, I, I, I think I was of the party that uh, Spencer Rattler is going to click at some point. Yeah. But he kind of lost that opportunity. Yeah. Um, then the number five game as number 13 Arkansas versus number 17 Ole Miss. And just a stupid game. I mean, Big 12 defense and all. Yeah. <laughs> In the fourth quarter, both defenses just, just checked out. And yeah. I mean, Arkansas scores to tie it up, I think, with two minutes left. I told you that Arkansas should kick the extra point, which they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because I knew that if they didn't get. I mean, whatever happened, Ole Miss was going to get on the field in two yeah, plays and score. Yeah, you said in, Ole Miss is going to score in two plays. And in two plays, they scored. Yeah. And uh, then I don't know why the corner bit on a double move right there. Yeah. Um, I mean, hope that doesn't happen to us. Yeah. And then Arkansas goes down the field in the last minute and 17 seconds or something, scores a touchdown, goes for two uh, with no time left on the clock, and they don't get it. So yeah. Ole Miss wins in kind of this walk-off fashion, and uh, – it was a pretty fun yeah, game. It was very kind of, fun game to watch. What was the year that that uh, was it? What year was that? The, the last one that went like that. I think 2015. 20, 2015 or sixteen. Yeah, so one of those. But it, it was just like that all over again. But it was different at the end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Arkansas just doesn't get the extra point. And that's the only difference there. Yeah. Um, I think it's safe to say Ole Miss's defense isn't better than isn't last year. better than last year. Yeah. No. Um, apparently that killer hire DJ Durkin. Um, Stop. It isn't 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 doing very well. Nope. Um, but doesn't matter if you don't have defense when you're winning. Yeah, and when and, you're scoring fifty two points, yeah, you know, it's it's usually enough. Yeah. All right. So then the last game here is Nebraska at number twenty, Michigan State, and uh, Nebraska keeps inching away at just almost knocking off some ranked team. Uh, they hadn't quite gotten one yet. They've they played Oklahoma really close. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they, they've just been trending up since they lost to Illinois to start the season. Almost got Michigan State here, but just couldn't quite finish it off. So yeah. uh, Scott Frost, no longer really on the hot seat. I think he's people are starting to realize that he is he's going to win some games at I some ex- point. I, I just realized that I accidentally put that as Michigan State, and that's Michigan. Oh, it's Michigan. Okay. okay. Yeah. God, I, th- I thought that was right. Yeah, but. I thought that was wrong. Yeah, you know Rutgers and Michigan. Uh, I mean, Rutgers and Nebraska, they're the same thing. Yeah. Sorry for that one. That's all on me. Uh, yeah, Nebraska came really close against Michigan yeah. and <laughs> had it in the bag. And then Adrian Martinez, going to Adrian Martinez. It, yeah. It's it's quite impressive what they're able to do. Yeah, so Michigan remains undefeated after that one. And Nebraska, just another heartbreaking loss for them. Yeah. But anyway. The Big Ten is looking so good right now. Yeah, they really are. Like... I don't know. I mean, Ohio State's getting better. Uh, obviously, at Iowa play at number two in the country. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's a lot going on there in the Big Ten that, that's that's fun to watch right now. 
that's going to be it for the games that we uh, saw last week. Like I said, a great weekend of college football, and it's not looking like it's going to be the same caliber this weekend. Nice. But Which, as you know, means it's going to be absolutely insane. Yeah, honestly. I, mean, I would love to contribute to the insanity here. Yeah, we might see the number five team in the country fall. You never know. <laughs> okay, I, I think that's a good good transition into the, our game preview. Yeah. Um, so if you didn't know, we're playing Alabama this week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Coming off a of bye week. Mm-hmm. And then before that, we beat Texas A&M. Who just beat Alabama. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Correct. So. And, yeah. <laughs> okay. We, on, I, on our script, we literally have the words, so, yeah. So, we, we, we did that. Yeah. And, and then number two, we have, uh, we felt okay. We felt pretty good about this game before A&M beat Alabama, which is really weird because Alabama really didn't show, like, many big flaws. No. I mean, coming coming off of our game against A and M, going into the bye week, I I've been texting you for two weeks now yeah. that we really might win this game. Yeah, and then like if you listen to our last episode, we're both like weirdly like, <laughs> we're not gonna talk about that. Yeah, but... d- uncomfortable with our feelings there, and like it's just been kind of growing yeah. since this, and still still very uncomfortable with the feelings. Mm-hmm. Uncomfortable with the pick that I don't think like I'm how I feel. Un- really uncomfortable with the pick I'm gonna make, but you'll just see. You'll have I, to see. I, yeah. Um, one thing, I think this would start off, I think this would be a very Mike Leach win. Why is that? I think there was a season where he lost to Portland State, and then went and beat Oregon uh, two weeks later. Like, didn't he, like, blow Oregon out? Yeah. I mean, it was, it wasn't even a close game. Not even sure if that was a good Oregon team, but a bad Oregon's better than Washington State. Yeah. And, and that was... I mean, a, a... I feel like a good or, or a bad Oregon's probably like an Auburn on our schedule yeah. or something. So, like, like a, a really big win. Yeah, honestly, after losing the Portland State. Yeah, which which that so, could very well be the Texas A&M game, but yeah, honestly, it would be a very Mike Leach win because beating a random good team on your schedule and then after losing struggling. to like maybe a team like Memphis or something. Yeah, I can imagine losing to Memphis. Though. <laughs> Feels good being. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're four and one. Nope. Mm-hmm. I wish we could be five and a Memphis didn't beat us. All right, so going into this game, what are I mean? I know what we're, this is what we're going to talk about, but like, what are some things that we have to do if this game is going to go our way? Okay, um, I think if if anyone's watched the past two weeks of Alabama football, um, Brian Robinson looks like Mark Ingram right now. Um, yeah. And those games have been against A and M, and. Ole Miss. Miss. Two completely different teams. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss, mm-hmm. who has zero defense. No defense. He ran for like 170 yards. Maybe negative yards. defense. Yeah. He ran for like 170 yards against Ole Miss. Four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Had a, had a pretty good game against uh, A&M, mm-hmm. I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think... Had 147 yards. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think the most important thing would be, which I trust that our defense can do this because we did it last year against Georgia. And Georgia was a little weird last year because it's kind of weird looking at their stats with an all-SEC schedule and them kind of being in a weird down year half of the season and then the back half of the season, they're just amazing. But, like, if we can shut down Brian Robinson, they don't have a running back behind them. Like, they have a freshman, then they have some converted linebacker. Yeah. Which, I'm sure they're both high four-star recruits. But they're not like Najee Harris here. Yeah, they're not no. Mark Ingram, Derrick Henry, T.J. Yeldon. Yeah, I mean, the list goes on. Yeah, I I really I think that's a good yeah. call. Like just we've been good against the run this year. 
continue with this game. Yeah, sell out against the run for, and make Bryce Young beat you. Um, that That's a key right there. Yeah. Because, yeah, all right, so the, think about the game against Florida. Mm-hmm. So it started off really hot against Florida, scored 21 points in the first quarter, and then won the game by two, I mm-hmm. think. Um, yeah, that was his first true road game. Uh, then um, last week against A&M. I mean, he had a good game, yeah. but, I mean, there was something getting to him, and I yeah. think it has something to and do I mean, with it. I mean, he being, had... Like his his misses weren't horrible, but it's just like the small high and low stuff that yeah. that just makes it a whole lot tougher. Yeah. And and I don't know if Davis Wade is as hard to play in as the swamp as as we believe that it is. Yeah, yeah. like I'm not really sure because like I actually have no evidence of that. Yeah. Um, NCAA seemed to think it was pretty hard to play <laughs> in. They can't even hear themselves breathe down there, you know. Yeah, 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 that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think. Our corners, Forbes, and uh, I just what, Emerson. Emerson yeah. uh, I think they're going to match up well against Mechie and Jameson Williams. Yeah, and I just I, I keep going back to that in his third true road game. I think you have to let you have to make Bryce Young beat you. Yeah, yeah. If he does that, great. Yeah, you know? like like I'm perfectly fine if Bryce so Young if, goes out there and beats us over the middle. If an Alabama quarterback beats us, you know, okay, yeah, it's another year. But, but we're going to make him beat us. I, I'm not letting fifth-year senior Brian Robinson. Yeah, any fifth-year senior on Alabama's roster. I mean, he may have been behind the best, one of the best running backs in SEC history. Yeah. But you see Alabama players go after their junior year. Yeah. If they're the best of the best. You know, Brian Robinson has paid his dues, I'm sure, and he's there for a reason. But, you know, again, we're good against the run. I feel like if we can continue that, that that will take care yeah, of himself. Yeah, and he could very well break some big runs and run for 200 on us. Yeah, I mean, Spill, like, Spiller, and Spiller and the other running back for, for A&M, they had some big runs against us, but just not... Um, A-chain. That's A-chain, yeah. But just not... Um, they didn't have long touchdown mm-hmm. runs. We were able to limit that when it got into the red zone. So, um, yeah. But I think, most importantly, just... I, I really do trust Emerson and Forbes. Yeah, I'm, I do too. Yeah. Um Mechie's, Mechie's pretty good. He's our second best wide receiver. Uh, Jameson Williams seems like he's is the guy. Is is their guy? Yeah. Um, Last but, year they had a guy named Devonte Smith who scored four touchdowns. Don't know if you've heard about him. Yeah, little Heisman winner, first yeah. round draft pick. Had four touchdowns and I think over two hundred yards receiving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I mean that was in our game. We lost forty one to nothing. Will Rogers took the majority of the snaps of that game for the first time in his career. Um, not much going for us in a yeah. really bad year. Offensive line was really, really bad in that game. Yeah. And that's another thing that we haven't touched on. And, um, they did not get... They didn't sack Zach Calzada. Yeah. That... And, and we did, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah. Seems like we did. Yeah. Well, I know for a fact we did once. Yep. That mm-hmm. was a safety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but their D-line doesn't seem to be getting pressure, which... Uh, it, It'll probably turn out that they have four Lawrence Taylors on their team. Um, That's just how it goes here. Yeah, it, you know, we made these same same things when we before the A and M game, and it worked out in our favor. So, hmm. yeah, sure, sure. John Mechie's gonna go out there and be Randy Moss. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look alike. Yeah, but but just keeping stuff out wide. Like we trust those corners. We trust our corners, mm-hmm. Emerson and Forbes. Getting beat over the middle, you know. Yeah. Leading on the safeties, you know uh, that that's a weak spot for I'll, us. I'll let Slade Bolden beat us. Yeah. If uh, if that's what it that's what it takes for Bama to win, okay. Yeah, great. You, you can you can hit Slade Bolden. Yeah. And and honestly, I'm okay with our safeties against Slade Bolden. Yeah. If, if we're just manned and then they're against them, 
Mm-hmm. Feel pretty okay in that matchup. Yeah. All right. So, how many turnovers do you think we need to force in this game for us to feel comfortable? I mean, just looking at the stats. I mean, would would two turnovers you think would that? I think tur- two turnovers for them may win us the game if we have any semblance of offense. Yeah, especially if we play a clean game offensively yeah. and don't turn the ball over. Like if we win the turnover differential, mm-hmm. uh, I I think that's going to be yeah. huge. Um, I hope that we can just make Alabama not have some long drives. Uh, like I hope once we go out there and establish that they're not running against us, mm-hmm. the few one one incompletion, two incompletion, three incompletion punt. Yeah, I hope that we can get it. One or two of those, yeah, against them. And I mean, some some three and outs, or maybe some like one or two first down drives, yeah, would be massive for us. Uh, I, I and that, that really does start, I think, with um, with some special teams. You know, being mm-hmm. able to, to stop kick returns early, stop punt returns, good. And that's the tough part because mm-hmm. what what's the wide receiver's name? Jamison Williams. Jamison Williams. He is their punt return, mm-hmm. kick return guy. He he's two kick return touchdowns against Southern, against Southern Miss. Southern Miss, yeah. So yeah. I, I want uh, Tulu Griffin to be the best special teams player in this game. Mm-hmm. and No, I, I think Brendan Ruiz being the best one would be pretty nice. That would be good, too. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm pretty sure Alabama's kickers are good enough to, to get it out of the back Alabama of the end zone. Alabama kickers, am I right? I mean, just to get it out of the back of the end zone, <laughs> they limit didn't, Tulu. didn't get him out of the end zone, Texas A&M. You're right. They gave up a kicker turn touchdown against A&M in a very, very bad time for them. Yeah, so, horrible time. Yeah. They just got momentum and then gave it right back to A&M with yeah. that. So, Tulu breaking one off would yeah. get the crowd going crazy. Yeah. I think can't go down early in this game. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, I know that we're, like, kind of built to come from behind, but I don't think that's sustainable once you once you have the talent differential there. Yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> if, I mean if we go up by 10 at any point, I'm going to be feeling some type of way yeah. about this game. I mean, like I mentioned earlier, the game against Florida, they went up 21-3 in the first quarter and then won the game by two. That's a Florida team that, I mean, has more talent than we do. Mm-hmm. That to, to keep making stops against Alabama. And, and Dan Mullen's come back. not supposed to be able to come back from. No, no yeah. not at all. With Emory Jones. Yeah. Not with Kyle Trask. Yeah. Emory Jones. I just feel like our ability to, to milk the clock and to have, like, long possessions can really really benefit us if we're able to get a seven ten point lead at any point like you said um and i'm really excited about that yeah i i don't know if it'll happen we could be down 21 or nothing before we blink our eyes but you know i I just think if we can get a lead early yeah and it's something you said to me earlier um you you just go ahead and say it how like this is like the first time since 18 that we uh yeah yeah so like I know in 18, we went into the Alabama game like knowing that our defense was good enough to maybe hold Bama. And we held them to 24 points, but we still got shut out, 24 to nothing. But the last time that we... Kylan scores if he's 100%. With <laughs> that block in the back, you know. Yeah. All right. Oh. <laughs> but the last time that we went into a Bama game confident that we could beat them was in 2014. And I know we weren't favored to win that game, but we were undefeated, number one team in the country, going into Tuscaloosa. And it was a one-possession game at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, we almost beat them. What in the world happened in 2017? Was that just weird? That was just weird. That's... We were not supposed to even be close, I don't think. Um, <laughs> but, you know, Calvin Ridley, he didn't step out of it. No. Mm-hmm. But I, I think... Ref just threw down his hat for, for the heck of it. For no reason, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fashion statement. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, 2014, I think this is the first time since then that we've gone into this game thinking we we can literally beat Alabama. Yeah. And, and, and it's kind of been weird because... I feel like it wasn't feeling that good, like, 
like last week before Texas A&M goes and beats Alabama, but we were feeling pretty good, and there were a lot of people that were feeling like, okay, th- this could happen, and then the Texas A&M thing happens, and now it feels like... And, uh, and it's really just a combination of us getting better every week, uh, kind of culminating at the Texas A&M game, mm-hmm. and then Alabama proving that... I mean, I'm not saying it's a down year. I am I'm, I'm, I'm know Alabama's good, but... They're just not the one of the top five teams in college football history like they were last yeah. year. Um, I, I, I just think there's a chance. Like, yeah. That's just what I keep looking at, and I'm like, where they're not like, like they're 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 nowhere near last year. Yeah, their their offensive line isn't great. Their D line isn't great. Their linebackers haven't been good this season. We have the better corners. Yeah, our corners are better. Best in the SEC. Rest in peace, Rex. He's not dead. He's he's just injured. Yeah, eh, better for him than not <laughs> play for LSU. Yeah, but but for uh, us to have like, a chance to win, there are some things that can't happen. We can't. We have. We cannot get stopped in the red zone. Yeah. Like we can't make have a trip to the red zone not turn into points. Yeah. Um. We have Brandon Ruiz back, hopefully, and mm-hmm. so um, if we we get down there and have to kick a field goal, that's fine. But mm-hmm. you just can't continue to trade three points for seven points yeah. because that's just a terrible trade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. We we can kick field goals when we have to. I feel comfortable from the 45 range now, um, but we just can't lean on that. Yeah. We have to be able to score and come up with good packages in the, in the red zone. And because last year's game was so one-sided and Alabama was just doing whatever they wanted in that game, I, I really don't... If we turn this into a game and, and keep it relatively close, I don't know what their D coordinator's going to do. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure last year they just sat back. I mean, they were up 30 I mean, we saw, early. We saw A&M like, rush three, drop eight, until they got annoying that yeah. we kept getting dump-offs. And then they went man. And, we and then Makai. Like, yeah. So I, I feel like Bama has to be a little bit more disciplined than that, especially after watching film from the A&M game mm-hmm. with us. But, I mean, that's all fun and games until it's happening to you, and it's just human nature to get impatient with that. Yeah, and... And I think I said this like two weeks ago. Uh, one thing about the air raid, it's like um, preparing for a na- uh, for one of the uh, service academies. Yeah, it, it's it's just like triple option. Yeah, it's it stresses annoying. everyone on the field, uh, and it's a whole different uh, game plan th- mm-hmm. throughout your week. Like your defense is completely different. Yeah, than what you're doing, unless you're Ole Miss, when you're just gonna do nothing on every play. Yeah, <laughs> sorry for that. Sorry <laughs> for that stray shot, um, but. There was a lot of things, because we were feeling pretty good um, before the A&M beat them, and then A&M beat them, and your first thought is, okay, Nick Saban's not going to allow it twice in a row, but I what's Nick Saban going to go do, coach him better? <laughs> I, I promise you, he didn't take an off week against, da- uh, I mean, Jimbo. Yeah. Like, oh, he's going to get him right this week. I promise he had them right last. Like, yeah, like he's gonna be a little bit more mad, maybe. But is he? I mean, he's always mad. His his thing is every play, every game. If I check, um, last week was was a game, and and there were some plays. There there were some plays there, and and the whole thing, I I just I just don't really. I don't buy into the Nick Saban's gonna go out there and coach him up better yeah, like, since he lost. I mean it's. It, we may be used as a punching bag, but it won't be because the players were coached 
a whole different way than they were last week. Yeah. You know, uh, he, I, I believe he's going to coach the same way that he's been coaching there since 2006. Yeah. I, I think back to the A&M game, and there were some big runs, like we said, Spiller and uh, A-Chain. Um, and then there was a 25-yard touchdown run by Calzada that was just solely because of an air brulee missed tackle. Like, mm-hmm. if he just chops his feet, keeps him in front of him, and sacks him, that doesn't happen. Um, limiting big plays has been the key for our defense this whole year, mm-hmm. and just can't miss tackles. Like yeah. I, when I think about Alabama's offense, like in the in the prime, like they just score from a long way away mm-hmm. every time. And so I mean, long passes, long runs, and if you can limit those, things are gonna go your way. I yeah. Think. Um, and it's we say all this, and I know we're leaning really heavy Mississippi State. It sounds like with all these points, we're just trying to prove to you like. I think there we, is a on path. paper we have a, we have a chance we have a path, but it's going to take near perfection. Yeah, and um, everything. I mean, there can't be a slip up with Rodney Gross jumping the punt screen. Yeah, there can't be giving Alabama possessions. There can't be missing field goals. I mean, that's where Florida got beat by Alabama mm-hmm. was pass interference after pass interference. And I haven't seen that much from our defense this year, which yeah. is crazy. But we just can't do it. No holding penalties. Don't go behind the sticks. And the main penalties from the A and M game were because of crowd noise from the uh, yeah. hostile crowd. That, that Cowell Field got crazy in that game. Yeah, uh, I don't think we touched on that enough. How how no. loud it got there. No. But but we just I'm I'm fine if we go in if we go into this Alabama game and get blown out of the water. Yeah. But I just don't want Mississippi State to beat Mississippi State this week. Yeah. I just can't. That's just so frustrating to me. And I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 really weird. I don't know if it's I don't know why, but it seems like everyone wants to storm the field right now. Mm-hmm. We, we we talked about it last week, and then it, it seems it became it just blew up. I think yeah. everybody listened to to going for. Two I guarantee they didn't. I can actually prove that they didn't. Yeah, every <laughs> single person did not listen to going for two. But like, it's 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 it, if if we're feeling like this. And like, okay, we can do this. Uh, like, the team can do this. Like, what what are the players feeling like in this? Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's a confident group. I mean, yeah. they could easily go out there and, and fully expect to I mean, go out there and win. I mean, I, I, it can be a kind of a trap feeling like, well, we just beat A&M who beat them. And that's a terrible mentality to go no, with. No way they think that. They'd be the Surely. stupidest team in college football if they were to do that. That's your second Mike Leach quote of the week. Yep. All right, so I, we're going to get into picks in just a minute, but just like a, a handful of things that could happen to just make Davis Wade Stadium turn into a madhouse mm-hmm. on Saturday mm-hmm. night. First of all, starting this game the way that we started the NC State game would have us feel in some type of way. Yeah. A Tulu touchdown uh, to start the game. I'm be not in, sure I would recover from that. Be a little bit insane. I might, mm-hmm. I might, might be a little shocked. Just uh, a little bit. Uh, Emmanuel Forbes pick six. Yeah, that had me, that had me feeling right for a minute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a win in this game, and Will Will Rogers joining the Heisman race. I brought that up this week, and you were a little, a little combative about that one, but that'd be pretty fun. It, and if, then if Will goes out here and and beats, beats Alabama, uh, that that kind of, kind of makes all of his stats matter. Yeah. And his stats are really, really good. Yeah. Um, and probably one of the only things on here that actually will happen is a baseball national championship ceremony. You think? 
I mean, it seems like a perfect time for it. Prime time. I mean, you know you're I, gonna have. The I wish crowd. Vanderbilt was here. Was coming here this year. <laughs> yeah. To do it against them, but we're not getting that luxury. Yeah. We're not petty. Yeah. And one thing that we forgot to talk about: our running backs should be healthy now. Uh, yeah. They were both getting banged up at the end, like last few games. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They had two marks and Dylan back. Yeah. So I like it. I like that. Yeah. All like right. Baseball national championship ceremony. Uh, get a little bit of the maroon white chant uh, energy going on. I like it. It'd be a good time. And one last one last thing about this game before we go into our picks, and we're going to pick the game. Obviously, how many yards do you think Will Rogers has to pass for for us to really have a chance? I mean, we could go up. Uh, that makes me uncomfortable. I mean, Calzada did it on two hundred eighty-five yards. Yeah, and they only ran for like eighty-six, but they did have a kick return touchdown, which I we could. Mean, we could. All right, so I'm saying you answer first. I'm saying 375. I was leaning 350 because right. I think I think we could go out here and run the ball on them if if we really like wanted to. Yeah. If they're gonna sit there and drop three, uh, hand it off, and it may not go as a, a run or anything, but uh, the, those those little tosses were looking pretty good in the past two weeks. So, All right. So yeah. Yeah, so enough talk about you know us having a chance against the family. Mm-hmm. So now moving into our picks for the week, we've got 10 games here. Uh, like we said, not a great week of college football, so we had to piece some together. But we got game number one here, UCF going to number three, Cincinnati, for an American Conference matchup. What yeah. you got? Um, imagine if UCF was good. <laughs> imagine if Gus Malzahn was a good coach. With that being said, Cincinnati. Okay. So, so everyone wants to see a group of five team make it, right? Mm-hmm. Who better than Gus Malzahn to go randomly win? <laughs> you picking it? Can they? Do they have a path to nine wins? Because uh, it's in Gus Malzahn's nature to get nine wins. <laughs> I'm picking. I'm picking UCF here. Okay. Uh, I did really bad last week picking the underdog, and I'm here to do it again. All right. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about what your record was here in a little mm-hmm, bit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Cincinnati in this game. Understandable, the number yeah. three team in the nation <laughs> with a starting quarterback. Yep. All right, now in game number two, we got number 12, Oklahoma State, at number 25, Texas. Texas I'm, is barely hanging on to this being ranked thing. I'm an idiot. Um, picking Texas here. All right, I'm going to go Texas, too. Okay, look at us. Yeah, I think I think they, they choked against the one Oklahoma team last week. Mm-hmm. They won't do it again. Yeah, sure. Never, never again. All right, game number three, you got Auburn at number 17, Arkansas. Who you got? Arkansas coming off of an emotional loss. Uh, Auburn still being a weird team, uh, coming off of getting the break speed off of them by Georgia. And then Bo Nix says, oh, we just never get those calls. <laughs> they just make you mad. You, you play for Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, with last year taking into account that Arkansas should have won this game, I'm picking Arkansas. All right, I'm going to go Auburn here just because I'm still of the... Uh, Auburn's 100% going to win that game. Still of the thought that Arkansas is not a good football team. Mm-hmm. Dude, they put, good... up, they put up 700 on Ole Miss's defense. Okay, West Jones could too. <laughs> All right, um, now game number four, we got number 20, Florida, going to LSU in a game that is never weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, LSU games are never weird. Yeah. Um, check checking in. I believe it's is it week six or seven. I think. Whichever week, think Ed Ordron still has a job somehow. Yep. Uh, if you can hear that car honking, I'm sorry. Okay, it's gone now. There we go. Um, I heard you. I'm gonna pick Florida here. Uh, 
it's going to get ugly for Dan Mullen if Florida loses here. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go Florida here, too, just because LSU is really bad. And they lost Ricks. Yeah. And, They're just, I mean, pieces just keep falling off. And uh, I just, I think, I don't I don't think Florida's very it's good. It's bad when your message board wants to hire Gruden. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go Florida here. I just don't believe in LSU. Yeah, they're like, dude, it's either Bill O'Brien, or, uh... all right, I got it. Game number five here, number twenty-one, Texas A&M. Obviously, now they're ranked again, coming off of a of a huge huge win against Bama. Go into Missouri, and I'll pick this game first. Um, for some reason, I want to pick Missouri. Mm-hmm. I want to. They, mm-hmm. They're coming off of a blowout against. Uh, Tennessee. They got blown out by Tennessee. Um, A&M, obviously, an emotional win last week. But I, I just still don't accept Missouri as a member of the SEC. I don't know. They've been to Atlanta more times than Ole Miss. And more times than Texas A&M. So, and more um, times than us, I'm pretty sure. No. It's didn't they go twice? No, I don't know. I think they went twice. Um, well, I'm going to go A&M here. I think this is an extreme trap game. Uh, Calzada, we, as we saw, did hurt his knee. Um, Hayes yeah. King is, I believe, out for the season now. Oh gosh, so, yeah. So, so stuff could get a little, a little wild here. Um, I'm gonna go Missouri. Are you? I think that's a really stupid pick, but I'm riding with it. Okay. All right. Now we got number eleven Kentucky at number one Georgia. I'm gonna let you pick it first. Okay. I I can't really talk really really bad about Kentucky. I'm thinking they have a chance against Georgia because we just talked for around. 25 minutes about how how a team that lost to Memphis has a chance against Alabama. But Kentucky is is going to lose by 17 or more in this game. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Kentucky, we've seen it time and time again playing against us. They thrive on emotion. Mm-hmm. They've won games against LSU and what other big Florida. Games? And Florida. I don't think there's enough left in that tank for them to win another emotional game especially on the road in Athens college game day game I just don't think this Kentucky team's made for that Georgia's gonna blow them out yeah um one question here um if Kentucky keeps it close and then they went out their schedule which would which would take them beating the Bulldogs coming off of a off of a big win against Alabama <laughs> weird saying that um yeah if Kentucky wins out after this game are they in the college football playoff discussion? I think they have to. They, be they have to be in the top seven there. Yeah. I mean, there'll be, there'll be talks that, for that, sure. That's that's a weird one there. Yeah, but, but we're, we're going to be Georgia in, here in two weeks. Oh yeah, however many. Yeah, then we got game number seven, number thirteen, Ole Miss at Tennessee and in t- the weirdest game of the week. Tennessee has been killing teams. Yeah, like they've, they've got something figured out. Hey, it's going off again. Hey, they're back. Think it'll stop? Probably not. Yeah, that's how that's how car alarms work. Sorry if you hear that. Okay, it's gone now. <laughs> Second time I've apologized. That, that's what's that's what's looking for. Yeah. Um, all right. So Tennessee's offense is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're exciting. Didn't expect that. Ole Miss's defense is bad. Offense is exciting. Yeah. I don't know how Tennessee's defense is. Because it's kind of easy to <laughs> kind of easy to play defense when you're up twenty eight. Yeah. Very. Easy. Uh, I'm gonna go Tennessee here. Okay, and the Lane Kiffin Bowl, uh, is, I think it's what it's being called officially on the schedule. Um, that Ole Miss offense is really, really good. I kind of expect another game like they had against Arkansas yeah. last week. Probably going to end up being like a 21-14 type game, just because I said that. Um, 
I'm, if, if I had to bet, I'd bet the over on this one. But I'm going to go Ole Miss I to win this the, game. I think the over-under is like 88 or something. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's like one of the highest <laughs> in SEC history. It's stupid. Yeah. This Ole Miss team is crazy. Yeah, I'm going to go Ole Miss in this game. Just, okay, we're Just because of that offense. All right. Okay, then our eighth game is number 22, NC State. No. Wolfback. Yeah, it's our guys. Yeah, at Boston College. And the someone has to win the ACC. <laughs> Bull. <laughs> Um, yeah. as we've seen, you know, NC State's terrible. Yeah, we yeah. beat them. Yeah. yeah, and then they beat Clemson. Mm-hmm. So Clemson um, may be really bad. Yeah, have they lost more games? No. Okay. Um, they're a really bad ten and two team at the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go Boston College in this game. Just I just, just because. Just because I don't cannibals. trust NC State. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna rock with the Wolfpack. All right, I like it. You want to talk about this fun game we got coming up? Okay. So, there's been a phenomenon in the past uh, two two weeks here. Um, we've picked games for a certain team. And, and I feel like America has as well. And and everyone's been, been going for this team. And they're going against an Ivy League team here. And the Yale Bulldogs are going to UConn to play the Huskies. And UConn... People start people started giving them credit and and then they then they lost two double digits to, to UMass. UMass which which is really really bad. I mean Yale coming off an undefeated 2020, mm-hmm. coming off mm-hmm. of a a pretty big win against Harvard. You know UConn had an undefeated 2022. They didn't play games either. Shut up. Two national champions here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um I I've picked UConn. I picked them last week against Massachusetts. I, you think I'd learn, yeah? Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna go UConn here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna rock with the Bulldogs for my dogs. <laughs> for my Yale dogs. That that's that's that's, the, that's, that's what the song. song's about. Yale Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, and then America's game of the week. You got number five Alabama at Mississippi State. And before we pick this, I wanna I wanna come up with a hypothetical here. So say that we're five and zero, which we very well could have been. You know, looking back at how this season has played mm-hmm. out, we could be five and zero. Um, we could be in the top ten in the country. Just, yeah. just spitballing here. Yeah, how, all hypotheticals. Yeah. Imagine we're thinking it's going to be an undefeated matchup coming into Starkville. College game day is going to be here, and then Alabama goes and loses, and they're the ones that spoil our chance at a college game day appearance. Surely we would have it if we were five and zero. Like Kentucky versus Kentucky, Georgia. Kentucky Georgia still exists. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it didn't. Happen. I don't know Obviously. how Ole Miss Tennessee is getting no love from anyone. Why is SEC Nation not there? Fox should send their show there. <laughs> Fox Big Noon kickoff to a game that starts at six. Yeah, I I just I mean, obviously that didn't happen. Bama's number five. We're undefeated. We're we're, we're undefeated. We're, we're unranked. Yeah. Um. So we've beaten two two teams that we talked about today that are ranked. Yeah. So that's fun. All right. And so we, and we've beaten two teams that beat. Alabama and Clemson. So got a got a prime time game kicking off at six p.m. against Alabama here in Starkville, and I'm going to do you the honor of picking like this. this game first. Um, what was it that I said earlier today? Forty-two thirty-five. Forty-two thirty-five, Alabama. That's your that's your go-to. That's, that's my go-to. Pick. I think. All right, I am an idiot. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, but, you can, but you're an idiot that picks games right. Yeah, sometimes. Last week I went seven and three. I didn't. Um. You went two and eight. Mm-hmm. 
This is the moment where we're going to congratulate Brooks Taylor for a 9 and 1 week. It was, it was incredible. If he would have went 10 and 0 last week yeah. with A&M winning. If he had I mean if, if he had picked the Bama game right, he would have been 10 and 0. Congratulations Brooks. It's, it's like the best week we've seen. Yeah. That's that's probably the best. And I had about the worst. All right. So I I'm an idiot like I said. Mm-hmm, and you can mm-hmm. take that clip out and just play it as many times as you want yeah. to. Um I'm saying Mississippi State 34 to 30. Whew. I'm only saying that because I can't deal with the heartbreak of thinking that Bama could come and just kick a field goal to beat us at the very end. Bama kickers, am I right? Yeah. So 34 30, Mississippi State. Everything that we said earlier is it has to happen. There's no other path to a win against Bama. We're not going to get a, a crazy call at the end in our favor or anything like that. It just has to happen. So um, give me your player and. Uh, Okay, your, your player of the week. Okay, let's let's. I said last week. Um, if my player, if if we if we lost the game, uh, I was gonna have to switch my strategy, and then we go out and win. So, so let's let's go down this list and find someone. I don't know how to say that name. <laughs> I wish I did. Um. You don't want to say Brandon Ruiz is your player? No, let's go. Armandus, uh, I forgot how to say his first name. Armandus Cooley? Yeah. All right. From Wayne County? Okay. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Whatever our, happened our, to him? Our D tackle, Armandus Cooley. I like it. I, I, is that how you say his first name? That's your player of the week? Yeah, that's my player of the week. Uh, okay. I also have been the Shibuta. Okay. <laughs> I think he has too. He's from there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my player of the week... Um, I know we said Will Rogers has to have a big week. He has to throw for 350, 375. Even Hawaiian D-line. Oh, yeah. Transfer from, like, Missouri or something. I thought, he, thought we had one that transferred to Missouri last year. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Did I say Mai Tai? All right. So, I, I know we sorry, said... Sorry. Sorry for that. Will Rogers <laughs> has to have a big week. Three, 350, 375 yards, something like that. we got to have a lot of players have big weeks, but I don't think anybody could be bigger in this game than Brandon Ruiz. We saw how much a kicker could have saved us against uh, LSU how much a kicker could have really helped us our case against uh, A&M last week, just mm-hmm. distancing ourselves. Um, it's going to be huge to have him back, and I really hope that he's healthy. Um, he can make some big kicks for us, and obviously any extra point that we can make will, will yeah. go towards the cause of us beating Alabama. So yeah. um, I'm saying we win. Hunter, you're, you're not as faithful, but, I mean, still a close game. Yeah. If we lose, I will switch how I do my picks, uh, uh, how I do my player of the week. Okay. I'm, I'm riding this curse. All right. And so now that you've heard us take, take our just absolutely terrible picks for this week, we're going to move on to a fun, fun segment for us. It's Instagram questions. Thank you all again for sending those, and let's get into them. Um, from Farm Dog 9 have you ever seen State beat Bama in person? I have not. The only, only teams I have not seen us beat in person are Florida, Bama, and Missouri. Have you seen us lose all of them? I hadn't seen us lose to Missouri. Oh, yeah, we've played them once <laughs> once here since they've been in the SEC. Yeah. So, from Farm Dog 09. So, you say there's a chance, huh? I think there's a chance. I think it's happening. From Brooks Taylor, how bad will it be since Bama lost? Uh, I mean, could be very bad, but I don't think it's because they lost. I think, I think, I think it's just because they have more talent. Mm-hmm. It could, yeah. Um, from Nathan Taylor, uh, what does Will have to do to get at least one vote for the Heisman? I'd say sending us, um, letting us be Heisman voters. <laughs> I think that's all it would take. I'd, I'd send him a vote or two. That's, 
At least one. Yeah, we could we could get him two votes there. Yeah, but I honestly, honestly winning this game. Yeah, winning this game and he's in the conversation. Mm-hmm. And yeah, his stats are good enough to be in that list. Can we get a, a one team. Mississippi, two Mississippi magazine, mm-hmm. but with two teams ranked <laughs> like the twenties? <laughs> <laughs> twenty-one Mississippi, twenty-two Mississippi. <laughs> That's just, the Egg Bowl story is writing it's writing itself. It's gonna right be now. so nice. Can't wait for a number twenty-one versus number twenty-two matchup. I hadn't seen a ranked matchup in the Egg Bowl in a minute. So, I don't know how I'd feel about that. Okay. Um, from Shanann Megans, uh, how much will Arkansas win by a pre-Nats on Friday? Um, I don't, don't care. Um, I thought we asked for not sport questions last week. <laughs> don't care about cross country. Get roasted. I'm, it's not on ESPN. Um, from Easter Ethan. If we beat Bama, what's next? Probably probably losing to Tennessee State. Yeah, probably the game next week. Honestly, that's what's next. Okay, we're being extremely toxic. Um, probably us being extremely frantic. Um, probably building a few statues. Yeah. Prematurely. And all culminating with a loss to Vanderbilt. Yeah, all, all honestly probably an 8-4 and four season. <laughs> I mean... Ending around 28. Yeah. I mean... Losing, losing our bowl game. In all honesty, like, I, we're not winning out. So we we could we could we could we could also lose out. Mm-hmm. So very well. This so is it's still gonna be a, a touch and go every week kind of up and down thing. But okay, and then if we win Saturday from Frederick eighteen fifty one, if we win Saturday, do we win the West? We control we could. our own destiny. We do, we we really could, but we could also go eight and four. You know, I mean. It it's this is this is the way. From Micah Bank Seven, if we win on Saturday, who will be the first on the goalpost, Hunter or Jack? Okay, I have an idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me hear it. Okay, so as soon as the game's over, the field's getting rushed. Yeah, I don't care the stadium design, whatever. I don't care that it's not easy to get onto the field. People are getting on. Also, it is easy from the sidelines. The only- and then from the corners of the student section, it's pretty easy. And I think you can get to the sideline sections from the student section. Yeah, it'll be fine. We'll, yeah. we'll find a way. Uh, where there's a will, there's a way. But everybody's going to be on that north end zone goalpost, I'm mm-hmm, pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Hunter, me and you should just go for the south end zone goalpost. And get tackled by Nick Saban's uh, police. Uh... Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll definitely be, be in the way of some Alabama players. But we'll have that whole goalpost to ourselves. IG live from the goalpost? <laughs> They're like, why is anybody else in the field? They're just like, they're just on the other side. You know. Dude. This is the way. Yeah. I didn't expect to say that twice in one episode. Me either. But, um, will you get on a goalpost? No. (laughs) You have no chance? No. Will you follow the goalpost wherever it goes if it is? Sure. If it goes to the Cotton District, I'll just follow it. (laughs) Just to say I did. Just keep your hand on it all night. (laughs) Singing the little lullaby at night. I'll do that. Okay. That's it for Instagram questions. We didn't have as many as last week because, you know, people hate sports. <laughs> apparently. Um, yeah. You know, we asked for non-sports questions and y'all write the Declaration of Independence, but, you know. We, we, asked, for, we asked for questions about a very hyped matchup and there's, and there's nine of them. Get like the Bill of Rights or something. Yeah. All right, so that's going to do it for our episode of previewing the game against Alabama. 
We really don't know how it goes. We'll probably be down 28 to nothing by the time the first quarter comes around. But I'm just hoping for a, a don't stop believing that actually means something Yeah. at the end of the third quarter. So. I don't stop believing when we're down 28. Wouldn't feel the best. No. I just, I, I, just, I'm, I just want both teams to have fun, you know. We've, got, we've gotten out of the lose-small category. We're, we won small against A&M. Let's win small again. Let's win big. <laughs> that may be a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, uh, winning at the band, we'll if, be winning big. If we win big in this game, <laughs> put us in the top ten. I do <laughs> not care. <laughs> all right, so that's going to do it for this episode. It's going to do it for this week, and I hope you all have a great weekend of college football and have a great weekend, and we'll see you back next week. I haven't talked to you in a few years, but do you want to buy some Rodan and Fields? <laughs>